It, it was good that uh, when I first hit the join session button, it didn't connect me right away because uh, I was leaning back in my chair and I totally ate shit just now. No, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would make just like Bob Walk, the Pirates announcer. You know, they made a, <laughs> <laughs> a yeah, head for I had him, just man. I had just hit join <laughs> session. And I totally went over. <laughs> Welcome to Atlas Bach, the weekly chronicle concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a simple fantasy baseball league. This podcast captures the thoughts and musings of Greg, Joe, Jack, and Tim, four of the ten owners in the league. Download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podcoin, or wherever you get your podcast content while locked in Carbonite. You can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is episode 68 entitled, The Dreamers Strike Back. Uh, and then there were two. So this is our this is our third introduction recording session. Uh, we have uh, I think Greg is in Dreamland now. We're thinking that um, <laughs> we're thinking that Swag hopefully is not in a ditch somewhere with the all the things and storms and ex wives and everything that's hitting <laughs> him right now. Lightning, fires, tornado uh, with the ex-wife riding around on a broom. Exactly. And then your goddamn microphone not recording. So <laughs> um this is going to be hey, listen, Bacher Nation. If nothing else, we care about you. We want you to get the information that you need. Uh although this isn't going to be a long one, we still want to make sure that we're able to get you the updates that you need that you absolutely have to have uh, to live this life. What do you say? Are you ready to do this? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So you now you play the part of uh, GK, Swag, and J-Lo, and I will play the part of Tim. <laughs> right? Okay. This ought to be really interesting. You think you can pull that off? You think you We're going to find off? out one way or another. We're, we're going to give you some audio, and your creativity will take over, and you'll make something <laughs> happen from it. Well, let's start with the, the Philadelphia experiment. They absolutely crushed... Mix seven. Mix seven. <laughs> well done. So that was your invitation to GK. So mix seven uh, losing to the Philadelphia experiment. No big surprise. Actually, that was more like Max seven. <laughs> Max seven. Mix seven, uh, lads. <laughs> we've created a monster. I love it. Uh, okay. So, uh, so there you go. Uh, Philadelphia experiment crushing another opponent. On their way, on their blitzkrieg to the playoffs. Are they the best team of all time? No, no, no. absolutely not. No, they are probably the well. They come. They know. came about as close as anybody has to doubling up an opponent this year. They have. Yeah, I think the only other team that uh, that did that were the Dreamers. But yeah, Philadelphia Experiment, uh, pretty strong team, and and his, you know, his his confidence is kind of a quiet confidence, right? This year, it just seems like uh, I don't know how quiet's been, but. <laughs> 
Good point. It's very loud. His confidence has been very loud. He, he did predict he was going to win the whole thing at our on our preview show. So he did. He did. And oh boy, you know. I, I mean, if he does, I think that just kind of puts the end to all curse talk. It right? would have to, at least, as it involves him. Right. I, yeah. I mean, clearly, he, he becomes immune. Clearly. So uh, we've recorded this introductory session two different times already this is our third time and the first two times there was a bunch of a boring talk about potentially not putting a catcher in putting a catcher in it doesn't fucking matter sibs underachievers beat the funk and punks actually did it with a little swagger of their own by just putting eight players in instead of nine. Anything you want to say about that? I'm going to give you my reasonable explanation so that the rest of that talk makes sense if you need to put it in there. Uh, Sunday when I set my lineup, I had two injured catchers, Yadam Molina and Contreras. Um, according to the information on the website, Contreras was supposed to play on Monday. I go to check my score Monday you know, after the games have started, and I see both of my catchers are on the disabled list. I had dropped a healthy catcher, which Jack correctly points out that I did not have to do. I could have mm-hmm. kept him on my roster and moved Molina to the injured list because he was farther out to come back. Uh, so I did make that mistake. Obviously did not <laughs> do that intentionally, Greg. I was trying to win, and it seems that I did. Isn't that great that you can say something to him and he, there is no retort? That is great, actually. It's a nice feeling. Yeah, it's uh, what's really interesting is that when they figure out that you fucked up your audio two times in a row just so you can do this, <laughs> they're going to be pissed. Well, especially since he accused you of pulling strings so that... So you'd beat the punks. <laughs> That's right. So uh, anyway, good win. Good win. I'll take it. I'm happy with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. All, all games are final in that. You have absolutely won. And with the catcher I've got in there, I'll probably be playing without a catcher again next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We had lethal injection uh, just destroying St. Locash Leonard part sixes with his creepy. Your favorite logo. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Chris, come on. When are you going to change that one? That's a. <laughs> my God. Lethal injection uh, has now. Uh, also notched a win. This actually is tough for me. I had a loss this week. So for me, well, oh, no, I shouldn't say that. I'm still in play. If I win and he wins, then any combination of a win, any combination, well, boy, this is hard at night. Okay, so let me rewind. So <laughs> That's what she said. Mikey's in, <laughs> Mikey's in the playoffs. If he wins out his games, he's in the playoffs. Right. I have to make up three games, which would mean that I would have to win the next three, and he would have to lose the next three. Correct. Yeah. So, and there's three uh, left. Correct. There's there's three left. Yeah. Right. There's three left. So uh, anyway, so it's do uh, or die time. It's do or die time. It's still mathematically I have a chance, but it looks like Mikey is in. So uh, 47 blossoms uh, currently playing the gypsy kittens right now. <laughs> Got three three players in play. Uh, it doesn't really matter which way this game goes. Uh, I just want to win. I just want to beat Greg. But <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. We'll it's, see. it's a good experience. You'll like it. <laughs> and then we had uh, the Dreamers against Omission Commission, and this is a, a big time big playoff pre- preview. Yeah. I mean, the Dreamers, they're again, they're, they're back on track, right? They are, and uh, they put up 62 points. Yeah, That doesn't happen every week. Yeah, so they, they 
took their uh, lumps with not scoring 50 and just smacked them back at us with 60. Yeah, I think they had, this is the, the classic, you know, they had their downturn at just the right time. The right time. Yep. yep. So uh, Bacher Nation will be hearing the interview next. You know, Dusty was talking about the fact that, hey, every team has its, you know, has its period where it has to just kind of regress back to the norm. And uh, he feels confident that this is this is what his team did. Well, I do think it's interesting that, you know, at least for this week, the four teams that look like they're going to be the playoff teams, they had the four highest scores. So the cream is rising to the top here at the end of the season. He did. You were pretty darn close yourself. I'm just glad to get the win. Yeah, what a tough season you've had. I mean, this is I and I know what it feels like. Yeah, you know what? To, when your pitching staff drops fifteen runs the first <laughs> game of the week, you're not going to win a whole lot of weeks. That's a that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a that's a real tough one. Those are the scores. Uh, we did want to mention, uh, especially after this will change now that Omission Commission. Oh wait. The crispy chicken, I call it the mission. Crispy chickens have dropped a game to the dreamers is um, in the power pole. So this is not the mathematic power pole, but this is the this is the drink. Yeah, right. That's uh, we should talk about the drinking games that uh, that go on with this podcast. But I'm amazed that there are any. Oh, yes. Apparently, there's quite a few people getting drunk off this podcast. I mean, what else are they going <laughs> to do? What, it's what you have to do to sit through it. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. So the week 16 Juiceless League of America Power ranking report had some really interesting moves. We had crispy chickens jump two spots to the number one spot in the power power ranking report. Philadelphia Philadelphia experiment was bumped out of first place. Lethal injection went down one spot to third, and Sibs underachievers rocketed up three slots in the power rankings from seven to three. Wow! The Dreamers are on the outside looking in. They went from one to four. I'm sorry, one to five. They dropped. Four four spots thank god that poll doesn't mean anything <laughs> it means absolutely nothing yeah <laughs> but it's fun to talk about it i can't I, i've gone up and down that thing like a, a ladder all year long <laughs> let's just go ahead and mercifully end this segment that hasn't it's not mercy not you joe it's just it's just the 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 i'm, I'm just i've got my fingers crossed that we actually captured this audio so at least Bacher Nation can hear what's going on. And next week, we can get back to having GK and Swag and all their blathering ways uh, entertaining Bacher Nation across the world. So we'll go ahead, take a break now, and uh, Bacher Nation will hear the interview with the co-owner of Dusty. Dusty. What's up, guys? So good to see you, man. Welcome. So, Bakker Nation, we have the general manager of the Dreamers. I, I think we've said the last few weeks the Dreamers slash the Chokers. Mm-hmm. You may have some some that want to talk about that. I don't know. But before we get there, we kind of think about Eldon as the kind of VP of baseball operations, and you're the general manager. How do you feel about being second in command like this? Mm. Well, you know, I don't think it's how it goes in the head offices. I just think that's the uh, perception that you guys threw out there to the uh, 
nation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just think that, you know, my status is downplayed by you guys more than it is uh, anybody else. Well, no, truthfully, I, I think that Tim's saying that you're making the strategic baseball decisions and Eldon's booking like fog hat concerts for the for the stadium. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's ordering hot dogs. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's worried about the profits on the soda that the stadium sells and so making sure there's enough bobbleheads. Yeah, I, I don't even know the guy exists, honestly, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's funny. When we talked the other day, he was pretty pumped that he was going to be on the show this morning. And I was actually surprised that he was going to do that. Me too. Well, you must have talked to him within the 15 minutes where he actually had agreed to be on the show before he backed out. <laughs> <laughs> that was the arc of that whole thing. Like I said, hey, why don't you be on the podcast Sunday? And he was like, sure. And how does it work? And I told him and he's like, OK, that sounds fun. And I was like, yeah, great. You must have talked to him like five minutes later. And then 20 minutes later, he's like, oh, I can't be on this week. I have to take my daughter to the airport. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, no, nope, no problem. He's like, and besides, I, I, you know, I'm not ready to come on there and get attacked. I've done my homework. And I was like, oh. <laughs> right. Dusty scared the shit out yeah. of him. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what it's like on that thing? I've been under live fire on that call. That's, it's yeah. not nice. We're nice guys, right? No, no. Okay. So here. So here's a good segue. Since my first appearance, I don't know however many weeks ago it was, mm-hmm. seven or eight weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And I get all this shit, particularly from the penis microphone pirate's hat wearing guy <laughs> uh, down there. That would be Greg. <laughs> oh, Greg. Oh, is, yeah. is that Greg. what you see when you look at my microphone? It's totally a silver dong. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's what you see. Wow. <laughs> that, you know, how boring my interview was and... You know, it just was very vanilla and business-like and blah, blah, blah. So me and Eldon going into it, and I had even set up my appearance that day with Tim earlier in the week, texting him about how, yeah, I don't know where Eldon's been. Like, we haven't talked. Like, things aren't really good. Like, I don't know what's going on, da, 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 da. Mm. Laying this foundation that hopefully you guys were going to jump on and feed on because that's all you guys fucking talk about with our team. (laughs) True. That's true. So now I'm in this this interview and I'm getting like these super boring vanilla questions mm. that I'm trying <laughs> not to like just throw out there like and blow my whole plan that there's this friction between Eldon and I oh. Oh. and just blow it up. But I can't respond to anything because these questions are so damn boring. Mm. Ah. And I even threw a couple in there like, yeah, I don't know. I haven't talked to that guy. Blah, 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 blah. And you guys just all kind of laugh. And oh, yeah, that sounds about right. And then we move on. There was no hard hitting follow ups or investigation from you guys. You guys blew your own damn podcast. Well, don't blame Jack and I. It was Tim. No, it's Tim. That's that's fair. You're right. It's Tim's fault. What a fucking piece of shit. Uh, So boring. Greg and I are sorry, Dusty. We didn't realize it. Are you available on Sundays moving forward, Dusty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know how to mix down podcasts at all? Would you be interested in learning? Talk about folding like a belt buckle. Jesus Christ, guys. Right, made a compelling point. He made a really compelling point. I can't argue with the facts, Tim. You're boring. Let's face it. You know, your your one joke that you landed was weeks ago. Let's let's. It was weeks ago. That's true. At Dusty's expense, and it was my joke anyway. But Tim just got his only joke taken away. The joke has <laughs> been taken away. He's, he's a plagiarist <laughs> on top of being boring. <laughs> right, yeah, I did. I totally. Not only I did. Are you not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was a damn good joke. But my platform's just bigger. That's all. I just uh, uh, you know yeah. we, we, wield that big stick. I guess <laughs> they're all everyone's. Med- 
measuring platforms. Yeah. If you, if you want to uh, be quiet, dong boy. Um, so you, uh, if you want a hard hitting question, who's your favorite NSYNC singer? I mean, you can't go away from Justin Timberlake, right? Like, don't we all want to be that guy? Maybe as soft as that sounds, like, how would you not want to be that <laughs> person true. in your life? Yeah. Like, he's, unbe- he's unbelievable. Yeah. That's true. I'm yeah. really, I'm starting to come around on Dusty. I like this guy, mm-hmm. man. I don't know yeah, why yeah. Tim's been giving him such a hard time. You've really time. been unfair, Tim. I think you owe Dusty an apology. I, I really should apologize because I, I, I think that, well, because <laughs> you pussy. I, <laughs> Hey, yeah, dude, don't, yeah. I'm not looking for you to like suck me off right now. Like, calm down. Like, it is. It is. Yeah, I really, I was kind of a. Dick. Yeah, you were. I really was. You, you was. I, Dusty, I was. let him. Let him take ownership for this. Yeah, yeah. GK. Yeah, yeah. It was all. It was all Tim. Greg, yeah. This is where the healing begins. <laughs> okay, so Dusty, so get into this thing with with Eldon. So where, how are decisions made? And is Eldon asleep at the switch? Because what we started talking about a couple of weeks ago was Eldon sent me this non sequitur text saying, "Well." Dusty and I have talked, and we're decided we're going to start playing for next year. Uh-huh. <laughs> I literally was like, "What? Are you joking?" Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "No, we got too many injuries." I'm like, "But you're still in a very good position to win." And he was like, "No, nah, I don't think so." And uh, I mean, <laughs> is that a discussion that you guys actually had? Zero. That's mm. all us just trying to fuck with you guys. Oh. <laughs> just to come with, like, I'm trying to look up some of our some of our back and forth mm. via text, like about that when he told you that he's like, "Hey, I just I just told Greg uh, that uh-huh. uh, we're gonna cash it in." So if anybody asks, just kind of like doing it. We've just been trolling you guys this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but again, you guys just take all of our dysfunction at face value, and you don't uh, you don't try to dive in. <laughs> We take what you give us, and then we make it, you know, fun. Well, you know, if you guys were like a cop buddy team, Eldon <laughs> would be the very straight-laced by the oh, book. For sure. So yeah. I didn't even think that Eldon could conceive of what a troll is much one, you know what i mean he's much more deceitful and mastermindful than you give him credit ah, for i think he uh interesting he's having a good t- he's having a good time with okay, it okay sure. uh, yeah the assumption was you guys were either full of shit or he was dyslexic when he looked at your record <laughs> that was the only only really two options so yeah. and then and yeah. then of course picking up a staff while you're playing for next year was you know your little <laughs> that was right like, yeah yeah <laughs> gift, dead giveaway right so we know that you haven't packed it in for the year but what's the level of concern on a scale of one to ten and what are you guys uh, doing about it what's your level of confidence going into these last few weeks yeah like we're we're still confident we're fine like uh even a couple weeks ago you guys referenced like are they freaking out they've never gone through this before like what's their mentality of losing all these games and right away like ellen and i were talking about it the whole time that we're fine like we're our team's not performing very well um we're gonna have slumps we were so hot for so long all of our hitters seem like we're so hot for so long it just kind of had to balance out a little bit so we're we're fine we're not worried about it i would like to know who came up with the phrase fuck your face and then a, a follow-up question. Come on. Why did you need both the f- and the f- <laughs> Is that a secondary? Did you add that later, or was that an organic uh, thought? Or is that a family phrase? Is that something that the Mondays <laughs> throw around frequently? Yeah, I learned that from Martha M. <laughs> Um, <laughs> didn't we all that was part of the thanksgiving oh. blessing uh, every year <laughs> boring enough now for you <laughs> 
No, this is a lot better. Yeah, this is a lot better. But let me ask you a question. So if we expanded the league, yeah. would you like to break up with Eldon? In other words, would you like your own team and then Eldon could do his own team? I don't think so. I like how it works with us, to be honest with you. I think it's easier. On any given, like setting the lineup, is that a joint activity or does you one of you guys say, hey, you take care of it this week? And, or, or does one of you primarily do it and say, hey, Eldon, I can't decide between this guy and this guy. What do you think? That's a good question, though. As, as um, I, I've co-owned a team for a very short while, it didn't work out. So, uh, yeah, is there like... Because of your massive ego, Jack? Yeah. Is there 100% trust, like, back and forth? Like, like are you cool to say, hey, you take care of it this week? Or, or will he say that? Or do you guys have to kind of check in with each other on any moves or, or lineup changes? It can be a little different week to week, but typically it'll be Sunday night. It'll be, oh, hey, what do we got next week? There might be one or two guys that maybe you're going to shuffle in and out at any time anyway. So then we just kind of go back and forth. Hey, what do you think? This guy's got five games, but he's better. This guy's guy's got seven, blah, blah, blah. And we just kind of hash it out from there. It's it's really pretty simple. Um, Every once in a while, if one of us is a little bit more tied up, the one will set the lineup. Hey, look at it. See what you think. And then. If there's an issue there, we'll bring it up, but it's it's pretty easy. So have you guys ever had, whether it's this year or previous years, arguments or disagreements about, damn it, Dusty, I told you to start, you know, Corey Sager, you know, <laughs> you fucking idiot. I told you that blah, blah, blah would have been a better start. Not not really. Like I, I've jumped on a couple of grenades myself where I fucked up. Like last week, I, I screwed up when who got hurt? Not Bregman. Anyway, somebody got hurt and I was I was going to put Donaldson in like I meant to put him in on the injured uh, for the injury oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i had it in my phone i set my alarm i knew when the games were gonna start i was gonna put it in there and i totally just blew it on the timeline mm. donson went out hit a home run he had like three more yeah. points than whoever i was gonna sub out and we lost by 0.3 mm-hmm. so i told elton right away like right after i didn't put him in, i was like sorry I, I totally blew this and that was the plan that i was supposed to put in there i screwed it up like you said he's kind of straight laced he doesn't give me too much shit mm. most of the time but I'm usually harder on myself if I screwed up than I would be than he would be anyway. So it turns out that it's the only difference in that one move was that you guys would be the number one ranked team in the league. This that's week. not a big deal. Other than that, you're fighting for three now, so it's not a big big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I already have like four extra slashes on my wrist from when mm. I did it myself. So now there'll be four more on the other side. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like all all's good in the neighborhood that you oh, two yeah. are. Yeah. yeah, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. So what team scares you? I mean, shit, like crispy chickens are hot as balls right now. Like it's mm-hmm. it's crazy how like even this week, like we're going to beat them. But um, it's taken like we might ha- we might set the record for most points this year just to keep them off our back uh, today. So, right, right. They're real hot. And I think all those teams like in the playoffs like are projecting upward right now. It'll be interesting as we have a few more weeks before playoffs actually kick in, like which team you know, kind of like what we've been through the last few weeks is, is there going to be a, a drop off from, you know, players kind of coming back to the median versus, you know, being hot. So I think it's anybody's race right now. They're all uh, good. On the, a serious note, what role do you feel curses are going to play mm. in this year's postseason? You know, you guys definitely put the bad juju on us um, and we had a real ugly uh, three or four week stretch now. So I appreciate you getting that out of the way early for us. <laughs> um, and now that we're num- no longer the number one team and, you know, the goat question is is out the door now uh, as we had, <laughs> didn't we have like a sub 40 week mm. or something yeah. in the middle yeah. of that? Like, Jesus. When you got to be truly great. Great, man. You got to be truly great. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe next year. 
<laughs> yeah. Whoa, Tim's feeling hurt. I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm channeling the uh, early '70s Dolphins right yeah, now. Tim's yeah, Tim's the '72 Dolphins. Yeah, Tim holds yeah. the greatest season ever. So that was the the season you were competing with for a while there. It's about all I have this season. That's all I got left. <laughs> is, uh, my my former glory. Yeah. Right. So, Dusty, as much as you love being in this league and and listening to our podcast, are you trolling people outside this? Are you trolling other podcasts? Maybe. I mean, I know it's kind of like among brothers, right? We can we can argue amongst ourselves, but you know, we think there's a couple of podcasts out there that, that are really deserving of some trolling of their own. I, I have had my interest piqued by real shit fantasy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't until last week that his interest. Peak though. Yeah, yeah. Real shit baseball. Who cares? Real shit fantasy. <laughs> now let me tell you. <laughs> it's funny. I've never been a podcast guy like at all until started listening to this. And you're welcome. You know, following you guys along. Yeah, thank you. So now, like my drives around, like I'm I'm looking for podcasts to listen to because I think the radio just is, just sucks. So yep, me too. I haven't dived into those douchebags at Real Shit Baseball yet. <laughs> I, I don't feel they deserve my commerce. There you go. There you go. I like it. We're the we're the uh, we're the weed of podcasts. We're the gateway podcast. <laughs> yeah, you, you're leading me to worser and worser things. That's right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah, that'll be all be on all of our tombstones. We led people to worser <laughs> and worser things. So. <laughs> Where you're Virgil as we take you through the levels of hell. So do you do you kind of share that you're on a podcast and you're part of a podcast with your friends? Maybe they're in other leagues and you say you ask them how their podcast is compared to your podcast? Well shit, I have my two young kids. I'd have to see my friends before I could tell them that I'm on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've we've been there. What about your totally kids' yeah. friends? <laughs> <laughs> My my kids will typically if I'm listening to Atlas Bocked, it's while I'm driving, and so that means they're in the car. So oh. they they. <laughs> well, All right, guys. <laughs> can can they sing and dance? Yeah. Can your kids sing and Air dance? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, uh, the the older one, my wife is a big time like theater nerd, mm-hmm. like that's like her her thing, and my older son is absolutely her child. He is very uh theatrical so he would love to sing and dance uh, at any time that you could get him to do that so well we were just talking about you know uh the backstreet boys and sync we could start a new mm. a new uh kid band oh yeah uh, yeah there we go uh, like, oh, the dreamers no, no mon- <laughs> oh. monday sunday fun day that's what we yeah, oh. yeah, <laughs> hey, hey so here's a uh, small anecdote this weekend has been the monday family reunion oh um so there's a big group from Wisconsin, a um, big group from Texas. They're all here in Sacramento. Oh, it really is Monday, Sunday, fun day today. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we have a cousin who her name is Sunday. Sunday, Monday. Oh, right. <laughs> when she was a little girl, she was Sunday, Monday. Wow. And in Aww. fact, her middle name is Anne. Her name wow. is Sunday and Monday. <laughs> That's not nice. She, oh, I love your family. Yeah, oh fortunately, she's married, so now she no longer has to live that. <laughs> is she hot? Is she hot? Uh, I, I mean, it's a cousin. So? Um, and, and, well, and, and she's, Objectively, is she hot? Well, she and she's a first cousin. If she was third, then it's not considered ensis anymore, so I could call right. her freely. Who, but, who, right, who, right, who um, would you say is your hottest relative of this reunion? <laughs> Uh, me? Okay. <laughs> Hottest female relative. Nice. 
me in a wig. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we don't ask you the hard-hitting questions because you're not willing nope. to answer. I like it. Incest is hard. Is hard-hitting. No, it's objectively. <laughs> right? Objectively, I'm not you, saying yeah. that you're looking to make yeah. a move. You're a married man, but objectively, right. Joe. Yeah, uh, frequently comments on how how attractive his nieces are. That's right. If you go back to season oh one. Oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah. You think oh, that's Jesus bad? Yes. Wait until the next segment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think I'm excited for these playoffs, though. I can't think of a year recently when there's been three or I yeah. mean, Mikey's Mikey's a good a good team, but I think there are yeah, three yeah. really strong teams. Uh, I've always seen as being a, a, a massive. There's been a massive favorite, and then some other teams with a chance. This year, I think it's too close to call these top three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it'll just be about you know, and typically is, but which team is hot on that week? You know, because yeah, I yeah. think the talent talent levels are pretty close across the board. It's just what team is gonna gonna hit that and week. And injuries, right? And injuries. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Well, Dusty, best of luck to you and the Dreamers. Uh, you're definitely my favorite team after this fucking call. <laughs> Mine too. I am cheering for the for the Dreamers going into the playoffs, guys. Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah. I'm gonna have to root against you, Dusty. Sorry. Yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> but anyway, man, thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah, we love perfect. having you in the league, and uh, it's a lot of fun. You bring a lot of fun to the league and a lot of fun to the podcast. And by the way, um, I know that you were typing on the message that you're the real brains behind the Dreamers, but we won't let Eldon know that uh, <laughs> because you know he can't see the message board. Right. That I'm and, and Dusty, right. do me a favor today. Snap some photos of your hot cousins in texting girls. <laughs> <laughs> Again, he's not Joe, Greg. He's not. He's not. He's not I guess I'll have to ask Eldon. Yeah, no, you guys are really cool guys. This guy's a Pirates fan, man. Like, he's really cool. You'll like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All righty. Thanks, Whatever. Dustin. All right, guys. Have a great one, guys. Uh, much Be love good. to you and your family, man. Bye-bye. Good job, man. Yeah, seriously. Good yes. job. Good luck. Then you better come in It's just ability, that reason that we're so thin Living and dying and the stories that are true Sink to a collapse, knowing you're through Black coat, white shoes, red head, Cadillac, yeah The boys are time bomb Black coat, white shoes, red head, Cadillac Wow, that was fun talking to Dusty, huh? What, <laughs> hey, J-Lo, what do you think? What, what was your impression? I did not see that coming. Holy crap, my ears are burning. He he had you speechless. Uh, you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys anticipate Dusty's connection to the boy bands? I did not anticipate that at all. And uh, what was fascinating to me is after your immense knowledge, all three of you, about the boy bands and what was going on, I felt a little left out. Um, felt like kids these days. FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. Specifically, uh, this Lou Perlman character, he seems almost fictional to me. I mean, yeah. could that guy be any more of a of a villain? Creep, yeah. He looks like a villain. He looks like he walked off the set of Dune, uh, in, in my opinion, right? <laughs> Used his boy bands, lots of accusations of really not good good behavior yeah, around yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, towels falling off, jumping into bed oh, with them. God. He was stealing from old ladies. Yep. He actually is in an article talking about how Bernie Madoff's Ponzi scheme 
sucked compared to his because was Bernie's was a scam. Right. I mean, this guy, this guy's comparing himself as a better scammer than Bernie Madoff. And to top it all off, his empire was built in fucking Orlando. Wow. I mean, this, this talk about a villain. I couldn't, I, I actually thought, is this, is this a Marvel like, are they making this up? Is this part of, like, some kind of new... Yeah, a Disney creation. Like, he's the anti-Disney or something? I, I just... I couldn't I couldn't believe that such a despicable human being... I, I, like, didn't know him, just found out about him, super happy he bit the dust. Like, I couldn't believe... Wow. Basically, this is this guy dies, right? And, 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 you know, gosh, I hope when I die, some nice things are said, some... <laughs> So maybe some high points in my life are recognized. Like the, on the news channel, they basically talked about how, what this guy did to all these old folks in Orlando and how he would just take as little as $100 from, from uh, grandmas that didn't have it. Like this guy was just despicable. I mean, he looks like a predator too. I mean, you know, I love when I, I can say this person or that person looks like a predator because who are you going to insult? Other predators? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm not worried about insulting predators. That guy doesn't look like one of us, but he looked like a predator. Let's... When I said called Tim the Lou Perlman of, of the podcast, you must have been just really happy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was a little pissed off at you on that one. I was like, oh, my God, this is who you thought? This is who you thought. Oh, great. Give him a minute to figure it out. He's like, wait a minute, that was an insult, you said. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't know. Who, I didn't know who the guy was. I'm not saying it happened, but if Disney, you know, wanted to branch out and create like a, an actual villain and then just put them into the real world, it would make sense that they would do so in Orlando. And I would definitely believe that this was their first shot at doing so. so. <laughs> It's like a live action reality TV it all, yeah. 10 years from now, right? Where they yep. embed just you know, like pure evil into yeah. society and see what <laughs> like he, yeah. he would have been like the real life manager of the chipmunks you know the evil manager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 the bizarro alvin pick my towel up hey, theodore <laughs> Mr. Perlman came in and visited me again last night. <laughs> he said he had some nuts he wanted to give me. <laughs> Just despicable. I, 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 I couldn't believe it. Yeah, so bye-bye-bye, uh, Lou. Bye-bye-bye. Well, rest assured, yeah. Tim, at your funeral, yeah, we are going to... I'm going to particularly mention episode 43. I thought you were really strong in that episode. So that'll be what I talk about at your funeral. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're producing. Which one was which one was episode forty three? He doesn't know. He's just Oh Joe, I'm just making it up. Uh, just trying to make Tim feel better. You know. <laughs> trying to give this guy some peace before he croaks. Oh, I thought I thought that might have been the the joke. Oh. He's gonna outlive us all. So that was like episode yeah. sixty four. The joke. <laughs> right. LA had the, the drive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tim landed a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with episode 64, where you tried to land the same joke again. <laughs> Only partially successful. <laughs> the joke part two. <laughs> hey, man, movie franchise has been built on less. Yeah. So, I, you know. Uh, Shack I, uh, two. Oh, that's right. Right, right. There are right, multiple right. Beverly Hills Chihuahua movies. Yeah. So right, bring it right, back. right. 
bring it back That's around. Right. Boy bands have been built on last mm. <laughs> were, were any of the boy band members at the funeral? Like, is there any loyalists? You know how even like the most ruthless and heinous people have deluded loyalists. Like, uh, were there any of the any of the major boy band guys there? Mm-hmm. It kind of split. Were there? There, there? there were a couple that were really very supportive. Hmm. Who? Name names. What, I think the kid's name is Bass. Lance Bass. Lance Bass? Yeah, Lance Bass. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. That's, how do you... How into the boy bands are you guys? Well, I've heard of them. I mean, I'm not judging. I, See, just I always didn't... thought that was a singing bass that you hung on your wall. I thought that was his name, Lance. Even the ones that were showing support, I'm guessing, were doing so for the notoriety or, or you know, for their own uh, for their own good. My understanding is that he he was not well liked by any of them. There was just some really dark stuff about you know how they he had there was a reference to. Um, what's Michael Jackson's home? Neverland. Neverland. So they made reference to his house being like a, a Neverland of Orlando and how it was set up. And, and then in he, he's talking about how he and who was the guy who did um, Simon Crowell? Is that Simon Cowell Simon? from uh, American Idol? Cowell, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Apparently he was the, the person behind One Direction. Yep. And so Perlman's trying to say that he had a friendly rivalry with Simon Cowell. And I don't know how liked Simon Cowell is. I don't think he's very well liked, but right. he's like, no, that, that guy, like I talked to him once. There's no way I was friends with him. Like it, <laughs> it just, I couldn't, it was surprising to me. It was a whole kind of world that I had, didn't even know. Well, existed. how did you so, come to find that it existed? That's what I would like to know. To, because you guys were so knowledgeable. I felt like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I knew the song like Bye yeah. Bye Bye. I knew Justin Timberlake. Like I was aware of this phenomenon. But I was so far away. I mean, I was listening to the Damned and the UK Subs, and I was I was in a completely different musical universe. Yeah. And um, and, and it, that just represented something that was well, not. Well, me. I wasn't I was in that a little music. older. Right? I, yeah, I know. I don't listen to my music either. It was I know what I know because of the news. Yeah, and because exactly. Of People magazine. community that I lived in. That's why. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Methinks they doth to protest too much. There's a special place in hell for all those young performers' parents, isn't there not? Yes. Yeah. You know, we talked about the irresponsible dad who took his kid to like a third base side seat and got the kid got clocked in the head. Yeah. You know, that's nothing compared to these parents who are like, you know, handing over the care and custody of their children to these pedophilic Svengalis, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Right? Can you say that again? Yeah. Yeah. Pedophilic Svengali. Uh, right? Yeah, I agree. All of us are parents. I totally agree with you. Like that when that's that's that those alarm bells start going off. I wonder what the price is. Like, you know, oh hey, you know what? They just writ- wrote me a million dollar check, you know, after their first album came out. Yeah, I don't care if uh little Greg oh. Jr. goes and hangs out with this guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a little creepy. Yeah. But so what? I just bought a new Lambo, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you would think. I mean, that's yeah. yeah, that's how every parent in that situation is portrayed on every right. piece of media ever. I mean, it's for a reason, right? Right. And, and I mean, how else do you explain it? Yeah, yeah, it's not a, it's not some random cultural you know one off that these children who become famous as children so frequently uh, are dysfunctional adults. I mean, that's not a coincidence, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just even just looking at newspaper clippings and watching some news stories on them, I mean, the vibe he's giving off through the computer screen is danger, mm-hmm. right? Like stranger <laughs> danger. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, to me, yeah, it's kind of crazy. This week on a very special. 
special Atlas box. Every parent should listen. <laughs> Lifetime edition. Do not sell your children into entertainment slavery. That's how they used to introduce it. all the worst episodes of TV mm-hmm. shows. A very special. Yeah, when they, when sitcoms covered a somewhat uh, socially touchy subject. A very special. Element. On a very special. Yeah. Cheers. We deal with yeah, Norm's yeah. alcoholism, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's some some I modicum of responsibility. Norm is diagnosed with, with diabetes and, and cirrhosis, yeah. you know, and gout. Speaking of other big things that go on and nobody knows, uh, this is Hall of Fame weekend. Did anybody on this podcast know that? Hmm. I, as baseball fans. Baseball no, I really didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, no, yeah, it's this that. weekend, folks. The, the, it, There's the, no Red Sox this year, so I haven't been paying attention. I just, to me, to to, to I, I just was really surprised. Why is it Hall of Fame weekend? I mean, I think football does it uh, strategically well. What's you know in the preseason? It's kind of at the beginning of the year. It's the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the. It's called the Hall of Fame game. The very first preseason. That's another. Maybe that's another example of where they have good intentions, but they're just kind of botching uh, something that could be another draw for fans. We're talking about how these younger fans don't necessarily have the connection to the greats of the game because of the steroid era and here's a perfect opportunity to do something really cool yeah like a week and a half after the all-star game too why not why not make it part of the all-star game right right have some of the senior players do a home run derby i'd watch that yeah yeah, right yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm guessing that the the hall of fame itself doesn't want to have the ceremony anywhere but cooper so how would you incorporate that all-star game? Yeah. Hold the all-star game at, at Cooperstown. You know, Bill Bill Bill. Yeah. yeah. No, play a game there. They could play one game or a series or, there. Or make know. it like the, the location of yep. the the Futures game. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's hey, I like that. Idea. That's really interesting connection, right? They're kind of spanning the generations. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, t- yeah, that might even be a better tie-in, right? That is an awesome idea, Greg. It is Thank an awesome you, idea, Rob Manford. Are you listening, Steve Phillips? Don't try to claim that one. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> Copyright. We've got it on tape now, even if YouTube won't put it up for us. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that probably our listeners are far more interested in our Hall of Fame. And, Swag, uh, I know that uh, you and I had a chance to talk about this, and um, we, had, we had kind of tallied all the votes. And uh, we do have some Hall of Fame inductees now remember, we we are taking the the view that right. much like the Washington Nationals are also really the um, Montreal Expos. Expos. I almost said Canadians. So, so how about that, Joe? <laughs> That's how much I fucking hate the Canadians. Uh, say uh, yeah. The yeah, yeah, uh, the, Montreal <laughs> syrup suckers. <laughs> the uh, the uh, ELBs. The the Montreal Expos. We are going to look at the 22, 23-year history of this league, not just the 11-year history of our splinter and better league. Wag, I'm going to go ahead and hand the microphone over to you as you uh, talk about our Hall of Fame inductees for the Juiceless League. So yeah, so um, um, I have I kind of have it into um, in discussion mode. So I, there are a couple of things I wanted to discuss with you guys in in making our uh, our decisions. So first of all, I just want to make sure this is for the league, not the podcast. Because it was the podcast, I would have to nominate myself, of course. 
but that's not we're talking about the league, right? But um, yeah, the league. Where where would our oh, podcast uh, <laughs> town? Would it be in Pooper's Town? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh come on! That was Joe's joke. You leave those for Joe, Greg. <laughs> I did think though that that the the fans of the real shit fantasy um, baseball league there that they that instead of like parrothoods, they are literally shitheads, right? Like that, <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. kind of cool. Oh yeah, there you right? go. Yeah. Right. Okay. So once you let the monster out of the box calm down guys shit talk all you right know, it's funny like once these shit jokes start coming they can't stop it's it's yep, crazy it's almost as <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm sorry we, we were talking about our this is we are we are Just actually like we discussed we're trashing <laughs> we're trashing our hall of fame induction that's shitting all over it yeah <laughs> okay oh, Jesus. all right all right. All right, come on. Yep, that's okay. too much. Tighten it up. Me. Tighten it up. I came up with a um with a list. Um, I think a, a pretty good list of of guys to choose from. It's a little long, so we're gonna have to cut it down. I don't know how many people we want to uh, induct to our Hall of Fame each year. Two to three maximum. Okay. So my 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 first question is: This is the the Juiceless League of America, right? That's the name of our league. Um, and it was created obviously in the time that there was quite a bit of juicing going on. So it was kind of a, a right. cheek. Now it probably makes a little less sense to the, the, uh, <laughs> the new fans. But um, so I've broken my list up into three categories. Um, I have um, like maybe not. I have right. probably. Yep. And then I have, uh, yeah, of course he did. So I got four guys on my, um, on my, of course they did list. Okay. So the first fantasy, uh, coming to mind, the, the number one player, the first guy that comes to mind for me is easily, uh, Barry Bond. So Barry Bonds, uh, won shitloads of championships between our two leagues. In fact, I think he won the first two championships of this league, the new league. Yes, he fucking did mathematically very 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 good and of course he fucking did yeah so um, i can can i just say something yeah um you know we we part of what we said it said tongue-in-cheek but i think it was kind of funny when you said that because mine was more like hey you know we're we're above all this right that you know we are juiceless right we're doing this like like uh like uh, Ken Griffey Jr., right? And we give him kind of a, a, a great spot in our league. We even named one of our, our, our championships, a champion division after him. However, in fantasy sports, if someone was juicing, that was fucking awesome. Like, I scoured yeah. the papers to see who, yeah. who came to camp 25 pounds heavier and talked about their <laughs> off-season conditioning, quote, end quote. And uh, I was always putting a premium on those guys. So I was yeah. certainly not juiceless in my scouting of which players I wanted to have on my team that year. Oh, yeah, we didn't hold it against them fantasy-wise. Right, right, okay. That, um, I could so have just probably said that. Three more guys on my list, um, very obvious, I think, uh, in this category. Um, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and Alex Rodriguez. Um, so all four of those guys were absolute beasts fantasy-wise, and all four of them absolutely 100% uh, did steroids. So, uh, on my probable list, and uh, and again, I may be wrong, so if you guys have any information to correct me, by all means, jump in. Um, if they belong on one or the other list is my point. Uh, on this list, I have um, the the by far the greatest catcher in fantasy history. No one's even been close ever. Uh, Mike Piazza. I have Frank Thomas, maybe leaning towards the definitely list. I have uh, Gary get the big hurt Gary Sheffield oh yeah yeah uh and um and then Chipper Jones um I brought on as well 
Um, so I got those four guys. They're in the probable list. Does anybody have any reason to move them to one of the other lists for sure? Nope. No, no, no. Okay. And then I have the maybe not list, which unfortunately is the shortest list of the group. So on the maybe not list, I have two guys. Um, one of them may be a little bit of a surprise, but I do have some um, some math <laughs> to uh, to explain. So the first guy on the maybe not list is Ken Griffey Jr., as Tim already explained. Um, there is no definitely didn't list. That doesn't exist. So the best we can do at this point is maybe not. We assume that they are telling the truth and uh, so on and so forth. The only other guy that fits into this group, and, and again, you know, maybe a little bit of a surprise, but mathematically fits into this group, uh, also on the maybe not list is Larry Walker. Oh, yeah. Um, so he is the, um, uh, so he's the 10th. Uh, I have 10 guys that I've chosen altogether. Four guys, definitely. Four guys, probably. And then these two guys, um, maybe not. Um, so as far as the math goes, just one thing, and again, this is just, it doesn't encompass the entire uh, fantasy-wise, but uh, of the 25 greatest offensive seasons in the history of baseball, uh, and again, obviously this is arguable, um, but of the 25, um, five of these guys uh, have one season each within that list. Um, <clears throat> the five guys that are on that list are... Barry Bonds on the definitely list, Mark McGuire on the definitely list, Sammy Sosa on the definitely list, A-Rod on the definitely list, and Larry Walker. Um, so Larry Walker has had one of the 25 greatest seasons ever. He, um, he played in a time where most guys were juicing. Now, he did play in Colorado, and that's his, um, you know, that's his juice, I guess. So um, that's where the argument could come in against him. Um, but the guy excelled in, in Montreal as well. I think he, he came close to an MVP two or three years there. Um, obviously, the, he was friggin' phenomenal in, uh, in Colorado. I had him as a player for most of his career, and I won a lot of championships with him. So again, I'm probably a little favorite. So, I'm, but, so that's, that's, uh, that's my list. That's my group. And um, so my, my question to you guys are, uh, which group are we going to choose from? Are we going to choose from... Uh, the pool as a whole, or are we going to hold anything against the guys that are on these other lists? Well, I, I wasn't part of the creation of the league, guys, but um, as now a fairly long member of it, we're the juiceless league, are we not? Does that mean anything? Uh, yeah, it, mean, it means to me that um, when we, when steroids were rampant in baseball, I'd be trying to find the guys who were doing it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, yeah, it is the name of the league, and and but um, as I said, you know. Barry Bonds was personally responsible for the first two championship trophies that we handed out in this league. Mm -hmm. So, who is that dude in Baltimore? Uh, Brady Anderson. Brady. Brady. Brady Anderson. Right. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, yeah. that. That's yeah. what fantasy sports <laughs> were all about, man. If you if you had somehow yeah. heard that Brady Anderson and, th and early on, we weren't even doing Dynasty. Dynasty came in a little later, so it was just mm -hmm. a, a you know redraft each year. Rafael Palmero. Rough, yeah, like uh, you know, I, I it just uh, honestly, I get where you're coming from, Greg, and I understand. No, I'm not I, coming from do... there. I'm just raising it as a question. Uh, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't found the league. I didn't name wait, it. Wait, wait, hold on, hold league. on, Greg, Greg. This is not a video podcast. Holding your Dunkin' Donuts coffee cup up like that. <laughs> it is not. There's no endorsement dollars. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching Game of Thrones again. Right? Or are you just practicing? Is that just? Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, let me take a screenshot of that. I wish I could take a screenshot. I don't know. Isn't there a way to take a screenshot? No, okay. There is, but you have to be faster than that. 
Oh, tell him, tech boy. Let's go. That's, that's my name, technology master. VP of IT and marketing. Joe, Joe's it. idea of a screenshot is you have to have your 35 millimeter camera around your neck on a strap ready to shoot. You know, that's a screenshot of Joe. He takes a photo. He takes too. a photo of the screen and then goes into his dark room and develops that photo. <laughs> that's just my question. Yeah. So, all right, back to our uh, our uh, conundrum here. So. I propose that um, that it doesn't necessarily come into play. And we are talking about fantasy. And as I said, these guys are, you know, they, listen, when we when we named the divisions, we named them for a reason, right? We picked three specific guys for three specific reasons. <laughs> and um, I think it only makes sense for, for those three guys to, to be the first three inductees whether or not they did um it's tough to argue with the uh, the two that did and um and the one that didn't i think has the um you know he's my number one choice obviously well no i agree i mean i'm not opposed to having juicers in the real hall of fame it's the hall of fame it's not the hall of baseball integrity for god's sakes mm-hmm. you know i think pete rose should be in i think joe jackson should be yeah. in. you know what i mean it's the hall of fame those guys are famous baseball players who certainly had an impact on the game. So I have no issue with that at all. I mean, I just was raising the question. And I also happen to think that Larry Walker wasn't juicing because to me, he, he just didn't profile as a juicer. He was like a high average, you know, double guy who who was the epitome of a five tool. Yeah. He was like a high average, good fielder. And, And honestly, now this will sound maybe a little creepy, but his body didn't look like a juicer's body. Like he yep. didn't have like a chiseled body like McGuire or yep. Sosa or even Bond, you so, know? So, and it's funny. So he, you know, and he is kind of getting, um, Crocky in. well, there, no, there's a lot of talk uh-huh. about, you know, whether he's getting passed up and whether he should be considered. And, 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 um, and his comment was no needles went in my ass. Yeah. I, yeah. I played the game clean, but I played in the ballpark, and it's almost like Coors Field is my PED. Yeah, he's pissed off that yeah, the guys that obviously did steroids are are getting more recognition than he is, and um, and he thinks you know it is because of the park. He should that, be mad. You know, Fred McGriff should be mad. You know, I don't want to go off with the crime yeah. dog. Fred McGriff should be mad. Yeah, he should so be mad. we're we're gonna go with uh, Griffey, Griffey, Bonds. And McGuire, right? And yep. then I think the Podcast Writers Association of America, right? We're going to vote Larry Walker in. So those are our All four right. Juices League. We'll put it up on the well, site. Well, we should have a fan vote, too, for a fifth player, right? I want to know more about why these podcasters are writing. Let's, let's have a fifth. Let's have a fan vote for the fifth. Podcast, podcasters Blatherers of America, <laughs> right? Like, or... or Right, uh, so we call it the blahs. We're gonna award the blah, right? The um, so, all right, so yeah, and then fans send your no, vote it's, into it's the podcasters editorial department, PED. <laughs> all right, podcasters editorial department votes Larry Walker in, um, Peds, pod, yeah, okay. So I can't do anything with that. Come on, Peds um, of files. So, no, performance <laughs> oh. enhancing drugs. <laughs> PED. I have, a, I have a whole, I have a whole file of the peds. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that it's in the Lou Perlman wing of his house. Peds on files. Let's pick three. Um, 
to you know the remain and looking at the guys that are left it does seem to kind of separate itself i i would personally i would say a rod sosa and piazza should probably be considered and and frank thomas sheffield and chipper may be a, a half no i agree exactly with you jack on those that lane of that line of thought for the next potential one sosa piazza a rod and piazza and yep. yeah so out of those three listeners, Tito, send us an email. <laughs> yeah, so send us an email at atlasbacht at gmail. Uh, hit us at Facebook, our Facebook uh, webpage at atlasbacht. Hit us on Instagram mm-hmm. at atlasbacht. Hit us on Twitter at atlasbacht. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what else am I missing? Is that everything? Um, or just mention, whisper the vote into Joe's ear at the coffee shop. Hit Greg in person if you see he, him on the street. He won't respond if he doesn't know you, but he'll hear you. Right. He'll right, know. Right. right. And uh, or, um, yeah, mail it to us. I don't know where our address is, but it'll get to us. All right. Bad Street. So (laughs) our our headquarters on Bad Street. That's right. Yes. Yes. All right. So uh, excellent. Great work, Swag. Thank you so much. uh, Dealing with all of our bullshit while you're just trying to share with us as you spent your Saturday afternoon working all through this and spending hours. Um, You know, we do appreciate it. So I expect nothing. Yep, love you. I hope you have a, a great rest of the day and uh, week, month, year, life. Yeah. <laughs> Much love to you all. All righty, boys. All right. Love okay. you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Have a good week. Joe, you better win, you son of a bitch. I'm working on it, Joe. I'm working on it. <laughs> right, like, what are you talking about? No, like, you can see, like, Jim, uh, Jim, like after the show's like shaking him, being that's not funny. You call that comedy, you know? That's not Imagine smart comedy. He... <laughs> Imagine if he if he started to really loosen up.